0: Welcome to She's a 10 times 5. You got it. That's the big five o. Listen along as we try to figure out our what's next as we venture into this new age of reinvention. Through
1: relatable topics, real-life stories, and inspiring guests, join us on our journey of growth and laughter. Hey, I'm Lori, former Army Airborne Captain, but don't let that fool you. I'm the loose cannon. And I'm Lisa, a girl's girl
0: who loves sugar. But watch out for that spice. Let's do this. Hi, everybody! Welcome, welcome to She's a Ten Times Five. Hey, Lori, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Lisa, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I have a bit of a kinked neck, though, and I'm turning to you look always look at you. have a kinked neck. I think it's a tech neck, honestly. I really do. That is a thing, and I, I, I really. Think I it thought is. you were doing yoga. No, well, it's not helping. I'm not doing it re- well <laughs> yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. All, All right. right. Well, speaking of tech, mm-hmm. you want are me? you
1: a tech challenged kind of gal?
0: I am kind of a little tech. Check- well, yes and no. When I think I am, I surprise myself. But overall, technology is, I'm, I'm middle of the road.
1: I've always felt like I was very tech savvy, but I think some things are a runaway train mm-hmm. on me, you know? Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and you always feel good until your kids remind you you're not because your kids are so good at everything my kids are anyway and then they'll go can i just do it mom please just hand it to me and i'll do it And i always feel so inept at that moment well we are yeah we're inept
1: well this is kind of cool because one of the things that i always tell people is as they kind of choose their major and look at career paths i say beware of artificial intelligence
0: AI. Well, beware or be aware of Be it. aware, not yeah. beware, but be yeah. aware
1: of it because man, it is coming at us and the possibilities are fantastical. Amazing.
0: And today's topic, you know, one of the things I love is when you, you, your paths cross with a topic or a subject or a person. At that time you don't know they're gonna re-enter or that topic's gonna re-enter in your life. I saw this story on 60 Minutes that covered our topic. And I was fascinated by this story. And then voila, I don't know how many, I don't know how long ago it was that, that ran, at least a couple years ago, if not more. Now here I am sitting down with you and we're getting ready to talk to this Amazing. The, guest. the
1: brains and brawn and yeah. fearless leader of a fascinating company called StoryFile. StoryFile. And I am
0: very, very excited to let you guys know about it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So let me give our guest a proper adieu. Yes. I'm putting on my glasses because I'm blind. So today we have with us Heather Mayo. Did I say that right? Do you go? You go on a hyphen. I have a hyphenated name, too. And it doesn't work for me. So Smith and she is an award winning interactive storytelling pioneer and technology visionary who brings over a decade of immersive storytelling
0: leadership to StoryFile. It's an amazing company. Yeah. Give that a wow. Yeah.
1: OK. I mean, seriously. In 2010, Heather developed the first 3D interactive conversion with Holocaust. Conversation. Conversations. Did I say? Oh, (laughs) you said conversions. (laughs) I I told you I'm blind as a bat with Holocaust survivor Roche Schindler through her creative agency, Conscious Display. At the time, she was creating physical video installations at the United Nations, USC and in Havana, Cuba. But she understood that the future of storytelling lay at the intersection of digital media and natural conversation.
0: Yes. We're
1: breathing thin air right now. I know. This is deep shit. Okay. Way above me. And decided to create it. As a leader in content based technology, she has spoken about natural conversation at Microsoft, the U.S. Holocaust Museum, Dartmouth College, and I'm going to skip right to MIT and the AI Summit. The LA Times Festival of Books was another one. And Heather's work has been featured in Fast Company, NBC's The Today Show, The New Yorker. Reuters and BBC. She was also featured ding ding yep, yep. on 60 minutes in 2020. Fascinating stories. Welcome mm-hmm. Heather.
2: Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be with you guys today. And that was an amazing introduction. I'm I'm I feel unworthy.
0: <laughs> oh, well we feel unworthy.
1: I felt like that that bio has at least twenty seven SAT words. <laughs> no. like I just handed my teenager. If you want a good score on the SAT, just just look at her bio. Yeah. So we're yeah. super excited to have you because this is a fascinating. And I, you know, some people may not understand all of what we just, you know, mm-hmm. conveyed with with what you're dealing, but it is an amazing and promising technology that you are bringing out into the market. So we always like to start with the personal story. Hmm. So if you would indulge us and the yep. listeners, tell us a little bit about Heather.
2: Okay. Born and raised in San Diego. Okay. We just found that out today. <laughs> that was a nice surprise. Favorite, favorite, best city in the world. Yes. I got I engaged with uh, or somehow kind of fell into, actually, Holocaust education. <sighs> I had an exhibition company that was doing a lot of uh, virtual, you know, creating environments and immersive environments. And I soon, for whatever reason, became really a special specialist in intergenerational Holocaust memory. <laughs> so, wow. Um, well, what exactly is that? It, it's it's exploring how the generations. So the, you have the Holocaust generation, the Holocaust survivor generation. Then you have their uh, ch- their children. So they call them the second G. And then you have the grandchildren. And in even some cases, I interviewed the great grandchildren. Wow. Well. Wow. But they all became, they were fascinating conversations I was having, and we would video the whole thing. It just occurred to me one afternoon, and I was sitting across from a Holocaust survivor that my children, my grandchildren, would never have this opportunity to talk, to have the same conversations that I was having. And they were so enriching and so inspiring. I I just, they were amazing. I mean, I couldn't think of another group of people in mass that have gone through such a traumatic experience, again, in mass, and had come through it and really, you know, thrived. And not even if they didn't even thrive, they managed to be responsible, civil, have families and rebuild their lives and citizens of their countries and, and contribute you know and so the one thing that we weren't going to be able to do after they passed away were was have those conversations i wouldn't be able to ask my own question and direct it to a holocaust survivor and have that holocaust survivor respond to me so i thought to myself all right there's you know, we have autobiographies, we have movies, we have documentaries, we have the Shoah Foundation has 55,000 oral histories and testimonies from Holocaust survivors that Steven Spielberg set up. But where's the interaction? Like, where's the the part where I can actually ask my own question? Because I don't know, have, have you guys, you guys have probably watched a documentaries? Before right yes yes, yes yes I love documentaries and, and when you're finished with the documentary how many questions do you usually
0: have Oh I usually am on Google looking up oh, okay.
2: everything that I heard and then some but but forever right yeah, and you're right. going down a rabbit hole and you're spending four to five eight hours and you're like all I wanted to do was ask the person a question ask a question find out you know talk to this these individuals so we we embarked on this all right we've got this I have this concept. Now, how am I going to do it? I am not a techie. Yeah. Regardless of what your introduction <laughs> said, I have become yes. familiar with tech over the past 10 years, obviously. It just, I'm one, I guess I'm one of those people that is able to uh, visualize something and imagine it. But not only that, put together, okay, if you can do A, you should be able to do Y. hmm or if you could do A and you can do B, you should be able to do D. So I started with that premise. And I went, I approached the Shoah Foundation um, and I said, Look, you guys really need to do do this because you are the the world's leader in this and in survivor testimony and, and history. So it really needs to lie with you. And then they said to me, okay, go away. Oh, and go away and um, tell me how you tell us how you're gonna do it. And, and so can I we know stop what- you for
0: a second? Yeah. The Showa yeah. Foundation has just to give our listeners an idea for those who don't know what it is. Mm. Those
2: are can you explain that a little bit of what they possess and what they've created? Right. So um, Steven Spielberg did a little movie called Schindler's List. Mm -hmm. Most some of your, well, all of your uh, listeners probably. It's an Academy Award winning movie. (laughs) It's not just a little one. (laughs) (laughs) And during the filming of that uh, production, he quickly realized that there were a lot of survivors that had stories and they were all, you know, they were all survivors and they all experienced the Holocaust But each one of these stories was different, Uh entirely different, just like you and I, the three of us we're a certain age, we might've grown up in the same town, but all of our stories are different. And there's nothing that I, you know, I could learn listening to your story and interacting with you. I could learn from you and I could learn from you. You know, it, it, so he said, all right, what would it look like if we gave all the Holocaust survivors an opportunity to record their stories and their testimony and really gather those stories? He embarked on a project that in the early nineties, that, had over 2,000 volunteers worldwide. Wow. Wow! ended up, ended up recording 55,000 Holocaust survivors around the world, their testimonies in, I believe, it was 32 languages or something like that. Oh, my gosh. I have chills. 50, awesome. In 52 countries. So it's a, it's a— Leave it to Steven Spielberg right? Yeah. yeah, it was a, quite a project. And so they were obviously the the leader in, in audio, you know, in the Holocaust survivor testimony oh. space. And, you know, 20 million kids are educated every year using that archive. So yeah, they said go away and have to come back when you figured out how to do it. And so, you know, I, I really didn't, care where in the world I I found the technology, but I happened to find an institute called the Institute for Creative Technologies. And one person in particular, a Dr. Andrew Jones and uh, a Lori Weiss that used to work there, I told them the idea and they showed me around the institute. And it, I said, okay, I think that you have all the elements that we might need If we if we wanted to do this and that embarked on kind of a another two, almost two year going back and forth with them between them and the show foundation and um, they were they happened, you know, I didn't care where in the world, but it happened to be in Los Angeles. It also happened to be a USC Institute. And the Shoah Foundation, uh, Spielberg gave the Shoah Foundation to USC um, back in 2006. So they were both kind of in the same university. So it kind of made sense to bring them both together and have them work together on it. Then it took about, I think that we had the first uh, pilot done in 2015, latter part of 2014, 2015. And we took this around the world. And what we needed was we needed people to ask, engage with this individual and ask this, the the um, Pincus was his name, a Holocaust survivor, Pincus Gutter from uh, Canada. Was and, he your
0: first person you were going to try this technology on? Okay. Yeah,
2: he was the first. And so we, we took him around the world. We had people all over ask him questions, interact with him. And the one thing the people kept saying to me after they would engage is this is amazing. I wish to God I had had this for my mother or my father Mm -hmm. or my grandparents. And how can I do this? Or how can I do this with the founder of our company? Can I do this myself? At the time it was cost prohibitive actually for an individual to actually do it. We started talking a little bit about it. The core team that I was working with in 2018, we decided, all right, we're going to make this ubiquitous and we're going to give everybody a chance to tell their story and interact like this with their future generations. Not only that, we're going to make conversational video a medium. So you will be in, in five, 10 years not only will everybody have a story file, their own story file, and I can get to know you and ask you questions about your life and you can get to know me and ask me questions. Wherever you live in the world, whoever you are, you're going to be able to ask those questions after the documentary and really find out the answers. You're diagnosed with uh, an illness, God forbid, and you want to know, first thing, you know, What am I gonna go through? What can I expect? What, how do I tell my family? Um, How do I deal with it? How do I, how did you cope with it? You know, and give me some examples. Different things like that. My father was, uh, my husband's father was uh, diagnosed with dementia, Um, so his daughter actually interviewed uh, her grandfather. Today, he could not have done that video. Wow. And now she has this story file of him, and she can have her kids actually talk to him and get to know him and see him, see his body language, see how he how he laughs at certain moments, you know, mm-hmm. and and his eyes light up when he talks about certain people. That's important in storytelling. All the verbal cues, the nonverbal communication that happens is really, really important. You know, you have the the voice intonation, but you need to see, you need to look into people's eyes to really engage with them and really connect. Right. Absolutely. So, and make that, you know, make that connection. And it, so. Heather, just to take a step back, if I'm doing this, can you describe
0: what the experience is? So like basic, starting with, uh, just for the listeners who aren't aware what this looks mm -hmm. like. Yeah.
1: Because I, (laughs) I, I saw the one thing I did see was over Christmas, you guys did these videos where, you could talk to Santa Claus.
2: And it, was, ah, yeah. and it was like
1: the kids, they could ask
2: Santa questions, but it was like they were really talking to Santa Claus, correct? Yeah. So we actually, we did that for 2000. We did that for, yeah, 2000, the fall of 2020, because we realized that kids wouldn't be able to go into malls and actually sit on Santa's lap and like have the picture and like, you know, talk to them, tell the tell Santa what they wanted and things like that. So we actually produced that that year, and then we we, re, we reintroduced him last winter. And it's amazing, you know, because you have conversations that we never even expected to the kids. Yeah. They loved it. They really loved it.
0: Oh, I can imagine. You,
2: you know, you can speak to him in Spanish and English, and it's so cute. I mean, I've, I would love a way to, well, we do have a way, but um, if we could log what the kids' Ask for for Christmas. Oh, right. And, and then have that actually, you know, the parent finds out about it. It would be great, but so we'll see where that goes. Yeah, but he's a really, he's an amazing. He, it's an amazing uh, interaction. Yeah,
1: I am gonna do a story file. Walk yeah. us through how it happens, and then let's say, God forbid, I, I pass away. And mm-hmm. I have now grandbabies that never got to know me. And, and can you walk us through that whole kind of chain of events, how it works and what it's like for the person that's having that interactive experience?
2: Yeah. It, so first of all, you it's a website anybody can use. Um, you can use it on your phone. You can use it on your laptop, uh, whatever camera you've got available to you. You go online, sign up for an account. There you can try it out for free a little bit. I would suggest that just so you can get a feel for it. And then you go into this area where you pick your questions and you can you know, just pick standard scripts that we have. You can individually pick the questions. There's 1,600 questions in there. So obviously you're not going to have all of the life experiences that are, that are covered in it, but you go through, you pick all your questions, and then you, you know, you're going to want to set up. There's some tips and tricks uh, on the website that you can, you know, go through. But you're going to want to pick your area that you want to record in, get your setup correct, and just literally press record. And it, it goes through the questions, the, the Apple or the yeah, technology will goes, ask you the question. It, it, you, it asks you the question, like you, you're being interviewed, it, like you're being interviewed, you hit record, you record your response, you hit stop, you go onto the net, you either save it, you want to, maybe I made a mistake and I said, I forgot a child's name or grandchild it happens um, and so i want to re record so you re record it or you save and continue and you go on to the next question so it's saving these sound bites answers is what it's doing right we don't edit anything mm-hmm. so everything is recorded from the minute you start the the recording oh i see you finish mm-hmm. it okay and it because uh, for authenticity sake we don't want in uh, 50 years for someone to say Oh well, they didn't really say that, or you took that out of context, or something like that. Because we want you to tell the whole story and respond the way you want. Got to it. Respond and tell them what you want them to know about. You know, in response to that question. Then you you record the whole thing if you want. Uh, depending on how many questions you've got in your bucket, you know, in your in your lit, your storyline, then you might want to do it over a couple of days. You might want to do it okay, you know, all in one sitting, it's totally up to you. And then you can interact with it yourself, see how you, you know, get a feel for for what happens. It's so cool. And then you can share it with your friends and family. You can post it on your Facebook, you can put it on your LinkedIn, you can post it anywhere you want. If, If you want to keep it private, keep it private if you want to share it with family and friends you can share it with them they just have to go into your story circle and everyone gets invited to it so it's a it's a i'm it's an amazing process it's an amazing process for the interviewee and for the interviewer okay. as well if you have like a grandchild doing the interviewing and you know i've i've got the setup where i've got my laptop in front of me and i have my webcam filming my grandmother on the other side and I'm asking her the question that comes up on the screen, you know, and I'm pressing record. I guarantee you there, are, I have not seen one interview yet where that person has not learned something and the interviewee, it's its an amazing process to go through your life and think about it in ways that you might not have thought about it in a long time or thought about it ever. Like a lot of these questions you've never even been asked or never thought about and then to go through your whole life and think about things you hadn't thought about in a long time it's an amazing experience it really yeah. really is and there's some sometimes when some of these questions have sparked like oh my god i haven't thought about that or i i forgot that you know and mm-hmm. it and they'll tell a story that no one has ever heard before so it it is a really amazing amazing experience.
0: And then from the interviewee side, let's say grandchild is, you know, interviewing, they get to ask any question they want, right? They're not, do they have to read off of a script or does it feel more like a dialogue with maybe some, you know, the person there? Okay.
2: That's a great question. In our version two, we are working on a, on a version right now that's going to be released soon that you can ask your, you can either ask your question verbally or you can type it in. Okay. So let's say that you have a specific um, vacation that you want your grandmother to talk about Mm -hmm. and you've heard the story a million times, but there isn't a specific question for that story, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. because our, our questions are somewhat universal Although it does give you kind of a little open-ended question so I can kind of guide like, oh, grandma, I'm going to tell you to ask, uh, tell me a story, but I want you to actually tell me this, you know, uh, this story. You can add those questions. You'll soon be able to add your own questions. Where it's important, and this is why we're doing, we're adding this feature is sometimes there are things that they've said that you haven't heard or things that you want clarified. Oh, you mentioned a place, you know, where was that? Or wait, tell me again, where, when was this, where, you know, what were you doing? Why were you doing it? We call them clarifying questions or follow-up questions. And you need to be able to enter those, you know, at some point down the line. So that will be coming in the version two, but you can do the story file and do that right now. And then you can add whatever questions you want and, and refilm it at at any given time,
1: so you can Excellent. keep adding on to the same file
2: with you new can, questions. You can it if you want it consistent. If you want the individual to look the same, then you're going to have to, you know, kind of take maybe even take a picture or look at the story file and say, "Oh, okay, you were sitting in this exact place against this backdrop. I w- was wearing this.
0: Gotcha. gotcha. You know, kind of,
2: kind of put the similar." If you don't care about continuity, which some people might not, some people are going to actually do want to do their story file throughout their life. So they might answer questions multiple times or they might do it so that they do a little bit every, every year or on certain occasions. And that would be kind of a compilation of your entire life. So you would see if I asked a question and you were 50 when you answered that and talked about that. Then that would be the individual that I would get I gotcha In a okay. lot of there are a lot of different applications. I mean, think about how do either of you have kids? yeah, yeah, we, we both mm-hmm. have kids, yeah okay like young so kids. think about if your kids at their age could talk to you when you were that age. Oh wow,
1: that just hit home with me, so i and and I really want the listeners to really understand the power of what this is going to enable them to do. So it's almost like you're talking, you're, you're taking them, it's a time machine, so to speak, almost right. Where, you know, you can go back and talk to someone when they were at a certain age and then maybe later on and ask Mm -hmm. them the questions that, you know, you haven't been able to ask because maybe they're not part of your lives anymore. Correct.
2: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's like amazing. That I was just talking to this kid this morning, and his mother had kind of a complicated relationship with her parents. So unfortunately, he didn't have the experience of having or being close to his grandparents on his maternal side. And there are a lot of things that he would like to know. There were a lot of, you know, things that he he would have liked to have been able to get to know them a little bit. And know their story and ask, ask questions. And unfortunately they're no longer with us. So he can't do that. He'll never be able to do that. Right. So I get invited to be in a story circle. Yes. I go
1: in Mm -hmm. now. What do I do? Like, do I just, I kind of go in and I enter the circle and then you go in. in, I'm having a conversation with, with someone that I know
2: on a screen. Yeah. You're going to hold down your mouse and mm-hmm. you're going to ask the question and it's sort of, it's exactly like Siri, right? So you hold down the button, you know, you hold oh, it down, you it. ask your question and that person responds to you.
0: Based on the database of questions and the keywords that trigger that or the or the, the question a, that's yeah, saved.
2: This, this is interesting because it's not really a keyword search. It's mm-hmm. it's actually based on the content of the the response. Okay. And it's based on what you, it's based on every single word that you ask in your question. So it's kind of somewhat contextualizing it and it's taking into account your entire question and then all the responses that that individual has given and all the content it has, it doesn't edit any response or at, you know, put together things that, you know, it, it, I don't, it's not like a deep fake where I make you say something mm-hmm. it's, it is limited to the amount of responses that you've done that you've I recorded see. of yourself okay. so it is a limited database mm-hmm. gotcha we encourage people to have a somewhat natural like real real feeling conversation you should hit uh, anywhere from probably 200 250 questions this seems to be good depending on their age if they're older anyway
1: Well, this is so cool because I have to tell you something. I lost my mom at 15. And wow, if me as an adult now with my own kids, you know, one of the things I always say is, you know, sometimes your kids just piss you off or they do something (laughs) kind of like, well, God, should I worry about that? And, you know, you have the ability, most people have the ability to call and then have their parents say, oh, gosh, don't worry about it. You were just like that when you were nine. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is a really cool thing. So. The other thing that I find this really cool is one of the things I've done for my two boys and now they're, we we have adult age kids now, is I did it like we call them time bombs because I added so much, but I did a time capsule. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, so this is kind of like the Mm -hmm. new age time capsule where they can go through and kind of dig through and get the letters Mm -hmm. and what was happening. And Mm -hmm. so, wow. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and so much of our memories and from our generation is if we were lucky enough to have had home video, we got to see some home video. But most of it is through pictures. I mean, we mm-hmm. really would never be able to truly capture the person in it. In oh, a, you so know? I, have,
2: I have one for you. How mm-hmm. many of those pictures, if you looked at those pictures today, how, how many people would you know by name and what was going on in that picture? Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Not many. I mean... So- what if you could go back and take those photos? Cause every photo has a story. Every object actually that you that you love, that you cherish has a story. What if you could take a scan of that photo, put it into your story file, upload it into your story file, and then you can video record me explaining to you what was happening in that in that photo, who the people are, wow. who are how they're related to each other. And and you've, then you've got the the whole story of what was happening. The context of it all. Wow. That's yeah. great. That's a well, great idea. Like, like a, we call it a talking album, like a uh, living album.
0: Well, and Lisa, I think you brought
1: up a really good point is even though we all have our old photos, the Polaroids mm-hmm. or the, and they're all awful, right? Yeah, they're yellowed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know. This new generation, we, we take photos of everything. But back then, you only took photos on certain occasions—birthdays mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah. holidays—and you know now we take photos of what we're eating for lunch. For God's sakes, right?
2: So how? <laughs> but great- it's kind of important to you. I mean, it's, yeah. it's yeah. if that's what's important to you, and you know, you could take all the all the photos that are important to you, like and tell the story behind it. Yeah, but that's that's coming out in version two. So. Oh, I that's love excellent. This. Excellent. I love the fact that with us, it gives us
1: the ability to fill in the blanks. Right. Yeah. You know, so Mm -hmm. because that's you're right that we we don't have the video. And I mean, God, even I was talking to someone the other day and I was I was telling them a story about my youngest and he used to (laughs) he used to sit there and then his older brother, my oldest son, we would tear up newspapers and magazines just like like crazy wild banshees and he would laugh like belly laugh so hard he would tip over but we don't have it on video i know so because back then we didn't have like you know Mm -hmm. you had like like
0: video cams but you never had it on you and now we have so much video so well and that's the best thing to capture are those retelling for the next generation because honestly How many times did you love to hear from your grandparents what what funny stories they had about you or your parents when you were little? You would do this or you would do that. I loved hearing those things. So to be Mm -hmm. able to pass those down, that's Mm -hmm. very special. In from the horse's mouth,
2: literally, exactly. You hear it from their in their voice. You hear it the way they told it exactly, and it doesn't get the you know that telephone game. Yes, yeah, it doesn't become like folklore anymore. you
0: can hear it right from them, yeah. Right from first person, first person that's a
1: nicer way to say it than the horse's mouth. <laughs> well, and I, I think too, you know, you kind of alluded to this, and you're getting the facial expressions and the yeah. visual side that yeah. is just so important. That whether it's a mm-hmm. smirk on the face or a raise of the eyebrow, it adds so much more dimension to a story yeah. or a voice. Yeah.
2: Even a pause. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and occasionally you'll see, you know, people obviously get emotional a a lot during these uh, interviews. And even that, you know, tells you Mm -hmm. something about them. Yeah. No, I mean, we
0: hear all the time, gosh, you are so much like your aunt Nikki Mm -hmm. or your uncle Bob. And it's not so much how you look, but the way you said that or the way you, your expression and mannerisms roll through generations, this would be another opportunity to see that mm-hmm. actually play out. Yeah. So, yeah, so cool. So cool.
1: Okay, Heather, we have our primary audience is absolutely bullseye. Perfect for you. So <laughs> 40 to like 60 year olds. And so what is the one thing to all this? We call them She's a tens. Yeah. <laughs> because we we've, we've gathered more than just the fives. What do you want them to walk away from this interview with? What is the key message that if nothing else, Here's the possibility.
2: We want everyone to record to to record their story file before it's too late. Mm. Wow. And you don't often realize you nobody wants to think about their mortality. You know, mm-hmm. it's not not fun to think about. But it's not just about mortality. It's what kind of vision did you want to leave to your future generations? Mm you know, at what point it might be, you know, you might be fine at 75 to do it. You might be fine at 85. You might be fine at 95, but you know, I want to leave my grandchildren an experience of talking to me and getting me to know me this way. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. where I am right now in my life, you know, and I might do it again, but it's, It's just, it's better. Anything that you do is better than nothing. Anything. Yes. So so just do it for, for whatever reason, for just what if, you know, it's just one of those what if, and at least I have it and, and your, your great grandchildren will have it and your nieces, nephews, people that you don't even know yet that, that you, it's you being able to influence or have a part in creating that other person's identity that you don't even know. Because we are all part of our past and we're all part of our our, our stories and who lived before us. That makes up our own identity. And to be able to influence that in some way, I and mean, that's a gift. Why wouldn't I want to do that? Mm-hmm right absolutely
0: you said something i thought was so key is i mean when we think of our grandparents mm-hmm. i we think of them at the age that they were when they passed and we don't if we have memories of them when they were younger we it's distant and fleeting. It's foggy. So to see them I mean, I would love to hear my mom talk when she was forty or fifty my age now. That would be amazing. That would be a gift. To hear them in their younger years. So I love the fact that you're saying capture it. There's no waiting until they're old or right. Capture it now. Yeah. It, I
2: think is key. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, things will change in your life. You may change you know, circumstances, experiences uh, obviously affect who we are. You know, you don't be afraid to redo it if yeah. you want, because there'll be kind of different wisdom you've acquired over the years as well. So it's a very interesting. I mean, even I can see uh, so many doctorate <laughs> theses on how, you know, our how we change as individuals, you know, and how our, our experiences inform how we think about the world and how it changes over time. That's why this the one the woman that wants to interview her younger children uh, at different points, and then she wants that so that their children can actually talk to them <laughs> at certain points. It's just – it's it's reassuring in a way, yeah. you know. I'm not – I'm not crazy. I'm dealing with the same things that everybody else, you know, thinks about and struggles with. We're all going through that, you know, and why not just learn from other people how they did, what, how did they cope? What did they, what decisions did they make? You know, what was their journey like? So. I just, I just realized
1: who you are. Who? You're Doc. Doc? From Back to the Future.
0: (laughs) Very pretty one, though. A very, very <laughs> elegant and pretty one.
1: Yeah, oh, thank you. But thank you have you. a heart. Ho- you're, yeah, right. I, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, you know, Heather. Just one more thing is, that you kind of said it, but if we have not learned anything over the past couple of years, is volatility. You know, you just don't know what's around the corner. And if I could have the gift of being able to have a conversation, ask questions of. My family, my parents,
0: my grandparents, uh, what a gift, right? Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely, I, I, I'm excited to do it. I, I think, I feel this urgency to make sure I get my mom, you know, she's 82. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, now it's like, now I'm on a, okay, I got to get this done. Did yeah. you get it done, absolutely. Lisa? Yes, I got to get it done. Anyway. All right. You ready for your fun, Lori? I am, but first. Let's tell everybody where we can find you, Heather, and t- find story file. So okay.
2: StoryFile, give us the storyfile.com and storyfile.com slash life. So. St- all right. Okay. And we'll have
0: all of that in our link tree as well.
2: <laughs> Any Instagram handles? Oh, we're on Instagram. We're on TikTok, Twitter, oh. LinkedIn, everything. Everything everything's StoryFile. They got it
1: covered. Awesome. <laughs> all right. That's sweet. Good. All right. You ready to be put in the hot seat? Yeah. Okay. So I kind of read your bio and was slightly intimidated. It it, it it actually made me pee a little, I'm not going to lie. Oh, you know, I'm like, golly, all these color, yeah, Please. these big Please. words and I'm blonde and
2: so I Please. thought I, I thought don't even go there. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I thought that it would be fun to play with technology phrases. Okay. Let's let's see how good you really are, Heather. All right.
2: I, told the, I told you at the very beginning, I'm not well, a techie. Well, good, because now I'm now I'm really going
1: really to put you to task. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So I found these absolutely a riot, and they're like online and tech types of terms. Um, let's see if you, and, and even if you don't get them, you're going to learn something today. And if you awesome. walk around the office and kind of drop these phrases out, they'll be like,
2: "Whoa, awesome!"
1: What's leather been it. smoking?
2: Okay. I love, love, it. I love favor. it.
1: Okay. <laughs> What is an angry garden salad? I have no idea. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> okay, it is poorly designed user interface with bad code behind it. So I want you—if you're salty on a Monday—I want you to walk up to one of your your techie people and go, you know, that's looking like an <laughs> an angry garden salad to me.
2: Right? Okay. Okay. Good. Cappuccino. I'm really gonna have to ask my CTO if if uh, they know that phrase.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is. This is like some fun shit you could do at your weekly staff meetings, right? Just yeah, I just yeah. throw it out there. Okay. Cappuccino cowboy. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. Um, they're the ones that always have to have Starbucks as they work. Do you have one uh, of those?
2: Yeah, that would be me. Oh.
1: <laughs> You're it's a cappuccino, cappuccino cowgirl. Cow mm-hmm. Okay. I love this. I'm, I'm going I'm to say this all the time now. Chips and salsa mm Chips equals hardware and the salsa is the software. <laughs> oh no. Wow. How ingenious is that? Oh, wow. Uh-uh. Uh,
2: I mean, I think it's perfect. Chips mm-hmm. and salsa, get it? I mean, I don't know. Okay. I think it's a slight well, for me it would be slightly more integrated than that. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I can see where they got. Yeah, I can see maybe nachos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Okay, especially I, the way I make nachos, 100. There you go. <laughs> and
1: I know you have a couple of these. <laughs> we all do. If you're if you've been in the tech world or hey, actually any kind of world at this point, a wall <laughs> a wall humper. Mm-mm. Uh, okay, that's the person that raises their hip to swipe their electronic. You know how you get into the building their electronic cards to unlock the door. So instead of pulling it out and putting, they they just put their, they have it clipped on their hip. They put it
2: up and, you know, okay. they kind of raise their, that's a wall have, humper. I've obviously not worked in a big enough corporation to, to experience <laughs>
0: that. <laughs> yeah, me that. Either.
1: Well, Heather, that's, isn't that enough to make you want to do that? That's on your no, bucket story list. Story file
0: is on no. the rise. You will be no, moving up no. into and, a big higher. And then you're going to have, I, and,
1: you're going to have I, handfuls I, of wall humpers.
2: I don't want any of those. Okay. <laughs>
1: I want to avoid those like the plague. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Okay, last one. Mm. I am counting on you to get this. Salmon day. Mm. No idea. We we no. all experience salmon day. What is it? This is when you spend the entire day swimming upstream only. Oh yeah, I've
2: had those days. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great. That's really. You're going to use that one. I can tell. That one, oh, yeah. landed. That yeah. one I'm going to get. That one for yeah. sure. If you want. And, and the salad, the salad. Yeah, the garden, garden salad. salad. You know, if, if
1: you want, I can, you can interview me and we, we can make this a story file of really awesome terms. Yeah. I would love that.
2: Okay. <laughs> I, you know what? I, you know what we were just thinking about yesterday? It's so funny you mentioned that. We were thinking about having individuals like, um, you know, just people, personalities, but making their own story, we call them storylines. So the groups of questions under a certain topic are called storylines. And you see them and you could choose from them and open them mm-hmm. up and, and choose which questions. But it would be great if we could do those and have by so-and-so, uh, by, you know, yes. and, and have them. So I would invite you to do your own story. Line. <laughs> okay,
1: I'm on it. You could better believe it. All right. Okay. We mm-hmm. like to end on a little song. We, you don't have to sing, Heather, but I kind of have a feeling you, you, you want to, don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, you, yeah. You
2: feel okay. So we're going to end. Your, all- your viewers, your viewers might, or your listeners might not appreciate that, but I'll try. Okay. <laughs> Just a little short bit. We thought it was very apropos to do.
1: We'll throw it back to a little Peaches and Herb. Yeah. <laughs> Reunited. Okay. Here no. we go. <laughs> Uh, reunited, and it feels so good. Oh, reunited! Oh, <laughs> all right, we get the point. We get the point. I'm all right. Laugh. Heather, thank you so much for your time. And we hope everyone gets reunited with StoryFile. Yes,
0: check it out. StoryFile.com. Yes. It is an amazing product and it's exciting. And it's Heather's exciting. a rad chick. And, yes.
2: and she's from San Diego. I, so. yeah. I want to thank you guys. This has been so much fun. Oh, I love thank you.
0: You're All right. you.
2: Everyone have a great week.
0: Bye, Heather. Thank you. Yep. Follow us on Instagram at she's a 10 times five. Click on the link in our bio to listen. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to hit subscribe.